And Jacob's right. It's just like I feel like I'm eating toothpaste, but like at the same time, you enjoy it. Why is it so good? This is the only mint chocolate that I will eat. Oh, or the mints from Olive Garden. I was, th- those words were coming. Dude, from no, they're my not. Mouth. You probably didn't like them if that helps. Yeah, I mean, an average size, I mean, what's that five, six inch hot dog? Slap a meat product. Okay, everyone, welcome back to episode four of the Earn Your Snacks podcast. Today's a very special episode because not only are we here together recording episode four for you, it also happens to be March the 1st, which means episode one is officially live for all of our fans of you on our, um, actually on all the podcast platforms. Lunch day. It is lunch day. We are currently up to 142 downloads as of today, which that's awesome. So keep on listening. Uh, we'd like to give a little shout out to the Stancil family for a, a load of input and questions that they dropped through our Instagram. Uh, Brooks Williford hit us up with a question, as well as the infamous Colin Brister dropped a good question. Someone said he may be the goat. Is that true? I've I've heard it. Mm. Can confirm. Well, make sure you to follow us on all of our social media platforms and email us any questions at earnyoursnacks at gmail.com. That's right. All of our social media platforms are actually just at earnyoursnacks, so I'm sure you can find them. Caleb, let's go ahead and kick it off, man. Let's get this warm-up going. Start us off with that question, man. You're pretty excited about it, aren't you? <laughs> it's one of those things where, you know, Brooks Williford, he uh, wanted me to ask you guys as police officers, and I said, man, that is a heck of a question. I'm afraid of what it is, if I'm being honest. I'm scared. So he says, how do you arrest somebody, put them in handcuffs, if they only have one arm? Shackles. So you just go straight to the ankles? Yeah, shackles and a belly chain. with, and then you Belly chain? Yeah. So, so you can explain what that is. It's a chain that goes from your ankles to your wrist cuffs, and it's kind of, you know, it sits there in between their belly. It's called a belly chain. Yeah. And then there's uh, also a separate chain that hooks that closer to your torso. This is an easy question. Yeah, Brooks. I thought this was going to be a lot I've more I've just never thought of it. I've never seen it. So I've watched Live PD like a thousand times. Never seen it happen. Never seen a one-armed man? You'll see all the drugs you can think of. Never got one arm getting arrested. Well, now I have to find a video. I'm sure our training... I'd love to see a video. Uh, well... I mean, are people with one arm just less likely to do crime than if you have two arms? I would say... Is that a thing? Per capita, you're less li- <laughs> <laughs> you're less likely to arrest a man with one arm. Yeah, <laughs> when arresting someone, period. I've searched a man with one arm. Well, yeah. So that may lead to this question: Have you guys done that? I haven't had the I, opportunity. I, I searched the man, and it was like kind of awkward. So like, put like, hey, put inter- your arm up. Oh no! <laughs> like, uh, like, don't put your like. I was like, interlock your hands on top of your head, and it was just like. <laughs> I mean, they're normally like kosher about it. They'll tell you. Yeah. I mean, I've interacted with people with um, missing um, limbs and stuff like that, but I don't think I've had. Oh, the, would you say they're nicer than people with all their limbs? No, not necessarily. Not really? I don't no. think that's an indicator of politeness <laughs> no. at all. Yeah. No, man. Um, but they're they're forefront about it. I mean, they've lived with that potentially like a couple of years, if not their entire life, and they're like, you know, hey, officer, just so you know, I'm like, cool, thanks, and then we go about business. You can't like stuff like that shock you because then the little things, man, they'll just get you. Yeah. So have you known somebody that's arrested somebody with arm? I'm sure I do. I don't. It's yeah. not a talking point. It's yeah. Just, so it's really not like it doesn't go wow. on your resume. <laughs> yeah. It's not like a war story anybody tells. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Haven't ran into that yet. Hmm. Well, again, that was from Brooks Williford. Good question, Brooks. I uh, appreciate that, buddy. 
So I thought that was going to be a lot more. Yeah, me too. I thought this was going to eat up a little bit of time. I was I was ready to send the chief an email like, hey, boss, listen <laughs> <laughs> about that. My goodness, I'm glad. I guess that was pretty, pretty mild. That yeah. Goodness, was that mild. Yeah. Yeah, you had our hopes up. You've been baiting us for like days. I just, I just, my mind was just blown. I was like, that is an incredible question. I mean, I guess just as a normal person, it's just one of those things, like, unless you do it, like, how would you? Yeah. No. You can get know. creative, you know. So uh, this past week, I was I was at the gym, and Uh-oh. I uh, I tweaked my oblique. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember that. And, yeah, because it, it was when last we Monday. recorded we last podcast, recording. yeah. It was so uncomfortable. So, like, all week, I'd been just going into work smelling of shame and uh, icy hot because I had, like, had to spray it down each day. But I did it, like by myself each day successfully. I was able to get the area. All by yourself? All by myself. Well done, so sir. Saturday rolls around and Nicole is off. And I'm like getting ready. She was watching TV, so I brought all my stuff out to, to get ready and talk with her. And I was like, hey, can you uh shoot down my back? Like, Icy hot me up. And she's going, and I don't know how it happened. Mm. All my clothes are on the table. Oh, man. And, uh, I guess she got a fogger <laughs> attachment <laughs> to it. And so when she goes to spray my back, and it was going for a long time, hmm. and I'm starting to breathe it in. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> what is happening? So she chokes us out with the Icy Hot, and I don't think anything of it. I go on to get ready. Mm-hmm. I put on my clothes. Uh-oh. I'm on <laughs> fire. <laughs> Wait, you're not on uh, ice. You're on fire, huh? <laughs> my socks. Oh, my God. My pants. Tell me my your shirt. What about your underwear? Your drawers? No. no. <laughs> oh, Patrick. Party foul. It, and then just my whole body was red. Well, so what did you do? Dealt with it? What? <laughs> did you stop, drop, and roll? No. You uh, just sat there and absorbed it? Yeah. I was like, uh, all I, was, I think I said I'm spicy hot. <laughs> spicy hot. That's a good one. Oh, we should, we should do like a dollar store brand muscle rub called Spicy Hot. I'm going to put all my money into that. Call Dollar General. There's like a hundred of those in this county. Write that down. Write that down. I, I could not believe it. She she had sprayed it for like two minutes. I was like, this is a long time. And then I started tasting it, and I was like, oh my god. How'd it taste? Like shame. Was it cold or hot? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was both of them. Yeah. When it starts out. I was like, that's not too bad. But then the hot kicks in. Mm. Gross. We had a good day. So it was because of your oblique, though. You yeah. pulled that in the gym. What were you doing? Side bends. And I blame um, that on you. I hadn't done those in a while. And I saw you do them. I was like, that's a good idea. I, I do love side bends, but I'll have a kink in my back for a few days after I do them. Yeah. Well, don't do it with 80 pounds. I don't think I've ever done one in my life. A side bend? <laughs> no, I, I, I would recommend it. Nothing I figured when you just deadlift a ton of weight, it just might do it for you. Those are frontward bends. You got to bend to the side. Deadlift crooked. Yeah, yeah. That, nothing could go wrong with deadlifting crooked. Slow jerking motions with your back is the way to go for anything, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That kind of brings us to the gym, though. Um, a lot of the questions we've gotten thus far, um, people are really kind of wanting to know what's earn your snacks about. People are angry. Yeah, they're just like, you guys aren't talking about snacks. Well, for one, we're going to. But for two, <laughs> <laughs> earn your snacks, it's... um. You know, it's about earning your snacks, the snacks, the earning your the nicer things that you have in life, earning the things that you enjoy in life. It's a metaphorical snack as well as a physical snack. The rewards. The 
Thank you. That's a great word. Yeah. Enjoy the rewards, but you got to earn them. The fruits of your labor. Earn. Holy That's moly. These are all making sense. I'm, this wasn't even, you guys are on me today. Thank you. you you're doing it. Coming in hot. Coming in Reaping hot. the harvest. But when, when we were doing it, we, labor. Yeah, <laughs> we, we had set out, it was kind of like gym related, but as we went into that, we didn't want to hyper focus on that. And make it enjoyable for everyone. Yeah, Whether we didn't lift weights or not. Put too specific of a topic down. Yeah, right. So we try to broaden it out, and they they are angry. They are angry. I mean, somebody fought me on it last week. Yeah, they barely they, got away. They fought you? Mm-hmm. Started throwing hands. They were throwing <laughs> hands. It was unbelievable. Did you say, sir, you can try Jesus, but don't you dare try me? Yeah, is that what you said? Mm-hmm. That's what I would have said. But yeah, so earn your snacks is about. If earning your physical snacks through you know physical activity because that's important as much as it is being a good human, earning the re- rewards and uh, uh, what you say fruits of your labor the fruits of your labor. Um, but that being said, I think it's time for a, a special segment of the podcast. We're going to talk about snacks, boys. Let's do this. But I have a surprise for you. We have a jingle. Here it goes. Stop it. There you have it. That's it's incredible. time for your first segment, <laughs> Snack of the Week. That's so magical. You guys like that? That's that incredible. was great. So your snacks better be good, Patrick, because that was a heck of a jingle. Oh, I worked already, all day on that. You already know. Right. Did you make you, it? The jingle? Yeah. Do you see these hands, sir? Yep. There you go. Next question. So since this is episode four and we have not had any snacks, I assume that we're going to Church this up a little bit, and oh and yeah, I mean, I got a great place to start here, Patrick. How about these saltine <laughs> crackers? You guys, Caleb like showed how up. How we start with that? Caleb showed up today with a half a pack of saltine crackers. <laughs> it wasn't even the full sleeve. <laughs> he just gets out of his car, dressed in gym clothes, ball cap, and Crocs. Might I have you? Just holding a sack of saltine crackers. A half a sack. <laughs> He's like, you ever just want a saltine cracker? <laughs> nope. I've eaten two. Yeah. <laughs> How do you like it? You know, it's actually good to cleanse the palate in between snacks. That's ingenious. Also, did you know that's what the ginger is for when they give you sushi? Yeah. It's to cleanse your mouth. So that's like when you're smelling perfume and cologne, you smell the coffee. You smell the, the little coffee. The neutralizer. Right Except I eat all the sushi and then all of the ginger. Yeah, I do the same <laughs> thing. And this the 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 employees look at me like I'm a nutcase. I just like it, and it's also good for digestion. So uh, for for this first snack, oh, what do we have here? Oh dear, thin mints. God. So can I tell you something? If it's anything negative about thin mints, I'm gonna fight you. It's not negative anymore. Right. I used to not like them, and I still to this day do not like mint mixed with chocolate. Don't you put mint chocolate chip ice cream in my mouth? Don't you put that near me? So what's the difference? Don't know. All of a sudden, I grew up, and I freaking love Thin Mints. In the freezer. I've fr- frozen them before. You, I think you're the one who influenced yeah. that. Um, I can just hear the rapper now. Oh, man. Oh, oh. there it is. So who whose kid did you buy these from? Kevin Sheehan. I went to high school with him, actually. Really? Uh and he lives in Kentucky, but oh my he, God. these are frozen right now. They're from the freezer. You dirty dog. He's uh he's from Kentucky, and he put up a link uh, for his little girl, and uh, I hit him up, ordered them. They were here in like 
February. I've been I've been holding on to these for a minute. Why does this chocolate cookie that has toothpaste on it taste so freaking good? It is good. So, is Patrick, there, how many of those can you fit in your mouth? A sleeve, probably. You've done it. Yeah, it's like two bites. It's a half a sleeve, one could say. Yeah. Hmm. I just I don't I don't know. I love thin mints. Hmm? How many calories? Let's see. <laughs> The next suggestion, don't talk in the podcast with your mouth full. <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust Caleb because he wasn't as excited about these thin mints. Well, you see the I mean, snack I'll, of I'll, choice you know, brought I'll today. Like <laughs> yeah. Okay, for everybody listening at home, this is the first thing. that The saltine crackers was the first snack I saw, and I ran with it. Yeah, poor choice. I mean, it, was, have, it was fun. Do you have a preferred Girl Scouts cookie? Oh, um, yeah, what's it called? It's the. Um, I know exactly what it is. The Samoa. Yep, that's it. Because I know you. That's uh, he, he I said could it. have birthed you myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, my favorite one. Thin Mint's my favorite. What's your second? They honestly might be these. They're, oh. they're good. I mean, Jacob's right. It's just like I feel like I'm eating toothpaste, but it, like at the same time, you enjoy it. Why is it so good? This is the only mint chocolate that I will eat. Even oh. Or the mints from Olive Garden. I was, th- those words were coming. Dude, from no, they're my not. Mouth. Yes, they were. <laughs> Could you? Imagine that's what that reminds me of. A glass of these with whole milk. I must oh, like oh shoot! <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> whole milk is so gross. So did you know? For, what did you say? For four cookies, you're getting 160 calories. For those of you who are macronutrient... It's all from protein. Yeah, 100%. Uh, that's 7 grams of fat, 21 grams of carbohydrates, and 2 grams of protein. You cannot beat it. You can't beat a, you can't beat a thin man. You know GNC's got a Girl Scout cookie contract or whatever, and like they have Girl Scout cookie flavors in their protein? Drinks, mixes... Um so you can you can buy it like already mixed in the GNC drink RTD, ready to drink, <laughs> ready to drink RTD, or uh, or you can get the uh, the mix. I I don't I don't trust the mix. No, I'm just gonna stick to the cookies with a vanilla protein shake. If I'm feeling spunky, I'll blend it. Oh my it. god! Right, next time, next time, bro. How many are in a serving? Four, <laughs> just four. Oh. That's insane. Which is I think better than Oreos. Because guess what time it is? It's time for your... your uh, s- uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Second snack of the day. I'll be right back. Hold on. I got some wow. more cookies right here. These are the frosted... I'm sorry. Strawberry frosted donut limited edition blonde Oreos. This sounds insane. Their serving size is two cookies at 150 <laughs> calories. Dear God. I, uh, I want to go out on a limb here. What's your initial impression? It's going to... Caleb, let me have a salting cracker. Let's just neutralize real quick. You know what? Neutralize <laughs> me as well, Caleb, please. But so this Oreo is, is double stuffed. You want to you neutralize her too? Yeah, I would love a neutralizing cracker. This is, this, I'm almost ashamed. So you got two creams in this Oreo, a donut cream, and then, of course, the strawberry cream. Um... But it's not advertised as double stuff. I don't know. I think it's gonna taste like a strawberry donut. Have you smelled them yet? Not yeah. I waited on my bros. Let's let's break those open and smell them. 
Yeah, smells like a strawberry donut. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, take you a big old whiff of that, boy. It does. But, you know, Oreos are, like, hit or miss with them. Oh, and I'm afraid that the strawberry is going to be artificial. You don't say. We'll yeah. just say right like, here, taste artificially it. flavored. Yeah. Okay, so I know that that's, <laughs> that it's not real strawberries. I know what you mean, though. It's going to taste... Like Very artificial. Yeah. So I'm pretty passionate about that. Oh yeah. I'm like so I collect Oreos and then eat them. Wait a minute, guys. Have you seen the latest advertisement for um Burger King? No. It's their mildewed whopper. Literally mildewed over. That's and not real. That's not real. They their advertisement is saying how we don't use any artificial preservatives to make our food last longer. Oh. Like it's real food. That's why there's mildew on it. That's actually a pretty good ad. It's gross to look at, but you look at it and you said, you know what, that's fair. All right, we're going to eat this cookie. Three, two, one. You know, it actually does taste like the fake strawberry icing yeah. on a donut, which is an artificial taste itself. Yeah. I think that's okay. It's fine. Like, it's an Oreo. What, I, what happens when I... Get those if I get a losing one, I just like take it to dispatch. Yeah. Is this going to dispatch? Yeah. I'll send these to uh to dispatch. You know, also <laughs> those were actually better than I thought. Hmm. I think they grew on me actually. You can have all you want, buddy. You think they what? They grew on me a little bit. Like I thought I was those? not gonna like them, and then I was like, that's not bad. It's very sweet. I don't think I could have more than one. Yeah, so True. the the brookie one was a letdown. The brookie, yeah. But, I mean, that's a chocolate cookie designed to taste like a brownie in a cookie. But it was just tasted like an Oreo. Wait a minute. So yeah. what's your favorite Oreos, then? Probably the original. You know, the gold double stuff. Really? Yeah. That's almost as boring as the original, man. <laughs> I, I was picking the safe answer, and you're like, the blonde double stuff. <laughs> that's adventurous. No. That is adventurous. No, man. It's You said the regular one. <laughs> yeah, because I'm an original guy. I respect, you know, So then you should love these saltine crackers then. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. Can you get more <laughs> basic than that? No. Actually, you could get them without salt. Yeah, it's a, that's a hard no for me. That's a hard no. Speaking of salt, I have two more snacks for us down here. It's getting bad. I, I went to Walmart today and looked for a backup snack. Just so we'd have options, you know? Yeah. And I left with four snacks. Well, let's do what it let's is. Let's get this bread. You guys ever heard of the Migos? Yeah. Yeah. What about Cardi B? Yeah. Yeah. What about rap snacks? How do you can anyone make the noise that Cardi B makes? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nope. Oh. So here, here's what I got. These are wrap snacks. Oh shoot. These are chips. Flock on it? No, this is the Migos. And Migos have a, a very Guarded place in the hearts of me and my colleagues in this county. Those are safe to eat, right? And I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Just know they do talk about our university and one of There's the a songs. song. Yeah. Are those snacks safe? No CBD? There's there's no, no traces of anything in here. This The Migos yeah. flavor is sour cream with a dab of ranch. So here goes... Sounds uh, kind of good, actually. Here goes these chips here. Where'd you get those? The Walmart. Really? The yeah. Small Mart or the... The big one. The big one. 
Biggin. Yeah, so we have two Walmarts in our city, for those of you who don't know. We have a, a Biggin and a Lilton. Hashtag humble brag. Humble brag. So I'm going to pass you guys some chips with a little dab of ranch here. Compliments of the Migos. Patrick, what's the initial smell? Uh, like sour cream and onion. It does, but it's it's not. Oh. <laughs> 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 it sour cream and onion chips from Lay's smell a little more sour creamy and oniony. Good crunch. That was a good crunch. This is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're not as crunchy as Lay's though. That's a good snack right there. Here, you get this away from me. See if you can find the dist- dist- distributor. Goodness, distributor. My goodness, the distributor on the back. Well, who's uh, who's responsible for these chips? <clears throat> what kind of Snapchats do you think they put out on their story? Amigos. Well, is, it, is it them or is it the snacks or both? Oh, it's distributed by Rap Snacks Incorporated. Hmm. Well, y'all want to try Cardi B? Out of Miami, yep. Florida. Cheddar barbecue. Damn it. This <laughs> is, I'm sure, what the macaroni in the pot tastes like. <laughs> That's what this is. She's ruined macaroni for a lot of people. I can't even make it anymore. I am excited about cheddar barbecue. Cheddar barbecue, though. Mm-hmm. That's a great flavor. Because, like, sa- uh, sour cream and ranch, you know what that, that's going to We need to double them up. Oh, my gosh. And make a chip sandwich. Here it goes. That is incredible. Caleb loves wrap snacks, and I'm here for this. <laughs> Caleb this is, is a fan. So look at the look at the size of that chip. Y'all seen a chip like that before? Nope. <laughs> Do you think I put that whole thing in my mouth? Try yeah, it. You go. better. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna. I'll make a mess on your floor. Uh, I hope you do. <laughs> First time that's There's been no said. Way. Yeah, not with that attitude. Dude, don't let it break you. Oh, you chicken out. I'm gonna do it. Put your foot back in the pickle jar right now. <laughs> <laughs> hand me a hand me one of each. Yeah, we got to do the. Uh, or both bags. Yeah, just. Mm. That is so good. I, sh- I should have brought a moist towelette. Could you imagine just? I really just want to wash my hands. I'm going a little bit crazy. Them. I hate that. You're sound. an animal. Yeah, you are an animal. Just oh my gosh! You know what I meant to bring today? Skittles, because you're the animal who's like, oh, I just eat them all at one time. I didn't know I had separate flavors. I saw a meme that said I'm as confused as a chameleon in a bag of Skittles. <laughs> Are you ready for this experience? Minute, I got too on. much. I thought, I thought you beat us to it, man. I'll You're over here like we're being recorded. scarfing them. Yeah, there you go. This is this is not going to be pretty. Um, that required your whole hand. Mm-hmm. Worth it? Those belong together. You know what? Separate, they're not that great. But together? With a remix. Dude. Cardi B featuring Migos. There, that cheddar barbecue in a pot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Make, it, he- make it hot. Yeah, I'm here for that. <laughs> so I love somebody every better bring him up because it's gonna incredible. get messy. <laughs> you have them, buddy. This, this is nothing on them salt. I mean, them saltine crackers are nothing on this. Yeah, I'm a fan. Caleb, I can't believe you're just in love with rap snacks. Or is it Cardi B? Definitely hmm. the snacks. Cardi, <laughs> Cardi B is the one doing it for you? Yeah. 
And uh, we'll round out the snacks of the week we with go. the OG Christmas tree cake. Oh, my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, have I remind you, today is March the 1st. Patrick is sitting here with a full box of five Christmas tree cakes. Explain yourself. I've got a freezer full. Oh, <laughs> that was a pretty easy explanation. <laughs> uh, before the drought came, I re-upped. The drought? Yeah, there was a drought of Christmas tree cakes this year. Everybody's freaking out like, oh my gosh, COVID, you've gone too far. So just, so just like there was toilet paper drought and then Christmas cookies. Yeah. These are also halfway frozen now. All right, well, so I'm going to challenge you guys to something. I hope you take out your cell phones for this. I would like to see which one of us could stick this entire thing in our mouth and finish it the fastest. And uh, I would appreciate it if you both recorded this. So, this is, this Caleb, is if, you, if you would, uh, please just, uh, you know, take your time. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know. I'm trying not to make a mess. Yeah. I'm going to whip my phone out. Yeah, whip out your phone, and then um, we're just going to see who can eat these Christmas tree cakes the fastest with one bite. I've, I've got to get Wait, a power bite. stance. Hold on. You, you need to. St- yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, one bite as fast as you can, and then the winner just gets to say, have a winner. That's what she said. You've got Ready? the worst attitude. <laughs> on go. Three, two, one, go. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm not throwing up today. Why not? <laughs> your veins are coming out of your head. That's strong. I'm not getting last. <laughs> Man, this is such a good treat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to sit here and just enjoy it. I'm an animal. Not. No. Oh, done. You guys lose. Caleb loses. Yeah. Second should, place right here. You should have tried harder. You stopped recording too? I just did. It's only content. Don't worry about oh my it. God. I'm only trying to make us rich and famous. When I saw you shove that whole, when I saw you shove that whole thing in your mouth, I said, I'm done. So I'm just going to sit here and enjoy it. That's what we call you, the intimidation factor. You guys, I, uh, I, I hit, I hit the wrong button. No, you didn't. <laughs> Am I the only one who recorded that? Jacob, what if, all right, you pull somebody over, you get out of your police car. The first thing you do while you walk, you just stick a whole one of these things in your mouth. That's the first thing I do when I'm pulling somebody over. Could you imagine? I'd get rid of that. about in- intimidating factor? Um, intimidation is, factor? Is, I mean, of course. Hello, like, sir. I'm Officer Hanley. <laughs> like they look in the rearview mirror and just a whole one of these <laughs> in your mouth. And then there's, it's just gone. Like, that guy's pretty serious. Your, your, your brain operates in a def- different way. Reality is mine, yeah. but I'm here for it. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That was your first segment, Snack of the Week. I I see the little Cupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cupid's arrow lies dormant in his quiver. That goes to like leprechauns for me. Leprechauns? I think of like birds and stuff flying around. Unicorns? But potentially unicorns. So on a. Do you um, know the narwhal is the land unicorn? I mean, narwhals are in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, the, sorry, narwhal is the sea unicorn. But those exist. And did you, yeah, and did you know they're... I just found a thin mint. <laughs> it blended in my desk. It's mine now, man. That was a lot of sugar. I should not have been that. I'm so, going to talk super fast now. On, I'm piggybacking off that. Thad and I are training for this 30-mile uh, race. On purpose? I did five miles today at a 12% incline. <clears throat> on purpose? Yeah. Nope. We're doing it in the. Who's your the, meth dealer? That's illegal, sir. 
Yeah, drugs are illegal. Next question. Um, so Actually, I guess it depends on the state. I've earned, I've earned the snacks. Yeah, we definitely earned those. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. So, Pat, what was that question? Um, our buddy Colin Brister, the, the goat himself, sent in. Colin, I have you know we literally just found out you sent in a question, so this is going to be as, as, we were sitting here. as spontaneous as you can get. All right. I'm also afraid of this one for the record. <clears throat> Howdy, buds. I have an important question. Kinetic energy can be converted into thermal energy. In your opinion, how hard or how often would you have to slap a meat product in order to cook it? Thanks for your time, Colin Brister. So, okay. I I cheated because I've seen it. Oh, really? I, I watched a video about it. <laughs> <laughs> what did you search to find this? It just popped up. So I'm, I'm going to talk hits per minute, right? Okay. So you got to smack this meat product. Yeah, it's not going to be a punch. It's a slap. Open-handed yeah. slap? Open-handed. And are we talking like ground meat or like a solid steak kind of thing? Um, let's say let's say a whole turkey. A whole turkey? Yeah. Okay. But, but a solid piece of meat, right? We're not yeah. talking about something ground. Yeah. Because then it's just going to... I'm going to say you have to hit it at least 480 beats a second. I'm sorry, a minute. 480 beats a minute. For how many minutes? To get it to 165. You want to get it to cooking temperature? Yeah. I I thought we were measuring calories because calorie is actually a unit of measurement of of energy, like the amount of heat that it takes to raise one liter of water one degree Celsius. So I'm thinking, like, how hard would I have to beat that turkey in order to raise it one kilocalorie, which is uh, the same amount of energy it would take to heat that liter of water? So per Colin, his, his question is to cook it. To finish cooking the Wait, entire so turkey. So is this legit? You'd have like, to, is this possible? You'd have to spank that turkey for years. I mean, how for hard years. are you? Did he are provide us with an meat? answer? No, but I, I, I are you he didn't it? tell me he was asking it. I just happened to have watched a video about it. Where's so. the raw meat? Well, hold on. Let's get your guess first. So mine's 480, but I, I would say 46,000 times a minute. I have no idea. For how many minutes? Yeah. I'm going to say. And now, but what if it's medium, medium rare, well done? It's a turkey. Oh, turkey. oh, he said turkey? Well, I, I said turkey. What did he say? Meat. I'm pretty sure poultry has to go to 170 degrees. Ooh. Well, let's call it 170. No. I mean, and how hard are you hitting it? Are we schmoogling it? I've, I've, I've got it here. I'm just waiting for Caleb to. Oh, Caleb, what's your guess? I mean, I guess I'd, I'd say 500 beats a minute. But how many minutes? It's actually 165. You I would say probably two to three hours. Two to three hours. I'll say two and a half. Call it two, and a half. two and a half. 500, 500 just bam for about 500 <laughs> bams a minute for about two and a half hours. And I would say if we're going to gauge how, how hard you're going to beat it, I'd say pretty hard. On a scale of one to 10, I'm sitting on a 14. Are you, are you going to have to beat it a solid eight? I need to know the answer to this. So you're telling me if, we're, if I'm in the woods and I have a raw piece of meat, I can just start beating that thing, and then next thing I know, it's cooking. I, mean, I feel like a, the cavemen would know this. But then they found fire, and they're like, "Guys, we don't have to beat our <laughs> meat anymore." Oh man! Yeah, there's, there's hey no Tom, easy way quit to spanking that. that thing and come over here and light this fire. Yeah. So Patrick, what are you researching? Can I'm try- I thought I had it, but, but you were wrong. Yeah. Colin, how dare you ask a question like this without providing a proper answer? You know we don't know this. You know better. 
This is a very good question. Yeah. Uh, so, Caleb, don't you have a funny story about Colin while we're sitting here waiting on Patrick to finish? Something about a hot dog in a classroom? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, tell, yeah. Me, tell me about that. Start at the beginning. Let's, let's hear it. Um, First of all, what, what grade is this? So this is 11th grade. This is English class. Colin was in there. Hunter Aldridge was in there. Nathan. Nathan Durrance. I think he was in there. I think Stephen Rushing was even in there. I think Lane Wells was in there. There was a lot of guys in there. And um, it might have been Hunter's thinking because he always stirred stuff up. <laughs> that definitely came through the mic. <laughs> Patrick just said, I've got the answer, but I'm going to go That's pee. the intro to this podcast. Yeah. So anyway, you're so sitting anyway, there in English class. I think so this is Hunter Aldrich's fault? I think so. Uh, probably, I think he yeah. initiated it. And so we were at lunch one day, and we come, he comes back, and there's a hot dog. <laughs> and I was like, okay, whatever. What do you mean there's, there's just a hot dog? Yeah, I think he just pulls it <laughs> out of his... I, I guess... Answer. I don't know. <laughs> He's just holding it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, an average size. I mean, what's that five, six inch hot dog? You know, just raw. <laughs> yeah. So he brings a hot dog back from the lunchroom. Yeah. And just pulls it out. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Well, it wasn't really like, hey, check this out. You found out because he threw it at you <laughs> in the middle of class. So sit there, you get just, just. I mean." Whipped in the face. Yeah, with, with the wiener. <laughs> with the, with the, you know, with the Oscar Mayer wiener. Yeah. And then naturally you throw it back. And the next thing you know, the teacher's looking at it and you're hiding it. And then, I mean, this probably went on for months. How did you, whoa, whoa, what? For, I mean, that thing got so hard. <laughs> Wait, it was the same hot dog? And it shriveled up to about a half the size. And that thing was like a rock. It, it went from like, oh, that hurt a little bit to like whelps on your back. <laughs> I was like slinging a rock around the classroom. <laughs> I had a picture on my own phone, actually, of I think it was Hunter Aldridge or Lane Wells. I'm mean, with just a whelp of just a wiener. That was Hunter's. That's when y'all told me the stories when that photo started going around. I'm like, what the heck happened here? Man. So that. Yeah, that was awesome. That's uh, the things you have to do to entertain yourself in high school. How dare they not even try to entertain us? <laughs> the teacher would just turn around, look at the board, and then you're just sitting there. Bam! <laughs> You could just hear it just slap. What was that? Oh, just her hot dog, <laughs> Miss Lady. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, God. So we, we're we going to reframe the question. Oh, God. I'm scared. How many slaps do you think it would take? Not, total slaps. Not, not the time, but total slaps. 5,280. 56,000 slaps. Did you just shove more Girl Scout cookies in the mouth before you answered this darn question? <laughs> you Neanderthal. <laughs> 23,034 slaps. That's totally reasonable. The average human hand weighs about 0.4 kilograms. The average slap has a velocity of 11 meters per second, which is about 25 miles per hour. That's nothing. An average rotisserie chicken weighs two pounds and has a specific heat capacity of 2,720 joules per something. I know exactly what that means. And let's assume the chicken has to reach temperature of 400 degrees Fahrenheit, a little high. (laughs) For us to consider it cooked, the chicken will start off frozen, and the average slap would generate a temperature increase of 0.0089 degrees, and it would take 
23,034 average slaps. Or, or okay, you could cook the chicken in one slap. <laughs> you would have to slap it with a velocity of <laughs> one thousand six hundred sixty-five meters per second, and that equates to three thousand seven hundred twenty-five miles per hour. Oh, I'll throw a wrench in this. You're four years old. Yeah. Now, how many slaps? <laughs> <laughs> so, but Patrick, so what you're saying is, if you if you're driving a jet or flying a jet, you could essentially hit the, the turkey and. Cook it and just one yeah, solid. Just hold it out your. Hold, hold your hand out the jet window and. <laughs> Duh. Dislocate. Your so you're shoulder. saying if I'm no no, trying, no I'm saying I'm saying you fly your jet into the turkey. If it survives. It's in one hard slap. So what you're saying, Patrick? If I was trying to survive, I would be able to spank a chicken, twenty three thousand some odd times to cook it. Consider it done. No problem. That leads us into our next segment. <laughs> Survival even done tip with of the week. <laughs> Hold on. I got a surprise for you. <laughs> the most excited I've seen him. That's good. All right. It is time for our third segment ever of this entire series, Survival Tip of the Week. As always, it's going to be read by the beautiful, mysterious Caleb Dominguez and all of his glory. Caleb, what information do you have to share with us today, sir? There's a lot. <laughs> okay, good. Glad to hear it. I would, I would like to hear it. If... <laughs> all right, guys. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> God. See we're all, what we're talking we're about today is up. create an everyday carry kit. A what? Everyday carry kit. You had me at everyday carry kit. All right. So there's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of stuff here. So if you're at home and you want to make your everyday carry kit, get a pen and paper and <laughs> write this down. This is a lot. I'll oh, give you a, this is going to be a minute, boys. <laughs> I'll actually give you another second here to get that pen and paper. It's right around the corner from you. So um, acquire and consolidate specific items in order to equip everyday carry EDC EDC. Kits. Cool That's what the cool kids call it. So... I guess I'm just going to start naming this stuff. Yeah, just yeah, go over go. the photographs, man. I, I know there's pictures in that book. There's a gun. A handgun. It's a SIG. Cash. A compass. Plastic concealable cuff key. Yeah, that's important. So what? what is that? Because uh, kidnappers also use handcuffs. Yeah. And handcuff keys are universal. Oh, like that's actually... <laughs> really? Some take a... I forgot the brand, but there's a brand of cuff that requires its own key. It doesn't take the universal. But in general, place. it's universal. Yeah. And you can just like go buy these places? Yeah. I feel like I don't want to go buy them now. There's there's actually a strategy into putting handcuffs on to where if somebody did have a key, hopefully they still wouldn't be able to unlock themselves. But that's also why you do a thorough search of an individual after you arrest them. Makes sense. Mouthpiece, knife, watch, wallet pick set. I guess for picking locks, yeah. Hmm. A razor... Zebra pen. A zebra pen. A black phone. Cuff key LED. Wow. Well, there you have There's it. a container kit. You're doing really good. I'm <laughs> very proud of you. Rake, pick, and tension wrench. Clamshell. Is that for doors? Yes, yeah, for fixing doors. This is a lot here. <laughs> Handkerchief. Uh, 500. Handkerchief? It's for when you're chafing. Um, 
loose change. Yeah. <laughs> loose change. That's probably for putting in socks and then using it as a weapon. Yeah, headlamp, GPS. Dear God, cigarettes, lighters, an extra watch. Do you know why cigarettes is there? So you can smoke them? When the crap hits the fan, tobacco will be a currency. Mark my words. So will lighters. Really? Mm-hmm. And matches. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What about Bitcoin? I'm just kidding. Um, maps, sunglasses. I mean, yeah, this thing's got... This is better than my survival kit. So I've, I've got to say, I, I feel no more prepared for no. anything after hearing no. <laughs> that. Was, read that. that was, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess I can encourage everybody to go um, accumulate these items, put them in a bag. I would encourage them <laughs> to seek training on whatever items they buy. A lot of times people buy silly things and forget. You know what I'm surprised isn't on here is uh, one of those hand saws. Remember Alyssa got me a um, little survival yeah. kit for Christmas? Yeah. And it was these, I can't even I don't know how to explain this. You can probably explain it better than I could. But there's like these holes for your ring, for your fingers. O-rings. That's and, a Chinese finger trap. And then there was like <laughs> this long like string with these little razors. And I said, what in the world is this thing? I think you told me it's a hand saw. It is a portable chainsaw or a pocket chainsaw. A finger saw. A finger saw. That's pretty cool. I watched videos and you just see this guy's going to town with that thing. Going to town. There How long go. would it take you to cut down a tree? That's a good that's a good question. So Patrick, what is your kind of EDC stuff? Uh it's just a knife, a gun, my phone and wallet. Hmm. I've got a sweet little ridge wallet. Nice. I'm not I'm not super fancy. I'm talking it. gym bag because I normally like so when you hear my EDC, like oh. I'm counting my gym bag because I take that oh. as a purse everywhere I go. Yeah, so I carry the go ruck, my little go ruck bag. Yeah. And uh snacks. Yeah. Um the book that I read <laughs> is in there. It's it's not that exciting. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not excited at all. What what is your EDC, Caleb, Mr. Excitement? So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much a gun, but I don't really have bring a bag anywhere I go. Oh. Yeah. You used to. Why'd you stop? I mean, in the gym, I do. And it's just uh, like, I'll have, I mean, if it's like my gym bag, you know, my weightlifting belt, um, <clears> I always have um, my... Sh- so that sometimes has just been going <laughs> off. I don't really know. There's Are they talking fire to going on? Yeah, I don't know. It, it, I don't know what's happening. Nice. Sometimes it happens. And then just like my wrist straps, headphones, but nothing crazy. In the gun. So mine is a, a firearm, pocket knife, a flashlight. Let me tell you, if you ever get used to carrying a flashlight, you'll hate not carrying a flashlight. I need a flashlight's a good one. Uh, that little streamline on. I keep on my shoulder at work, yeah. that goes in my pocket every day. Um, there's a glass breaker in my gym bag, a couple of galls, is an Israeli, is an, an Israeli bandage, two 20 kits, and, uh, you know, then all my gym stuff. A couple yeah, actually, yeah, we, we have the knives in the cars with the, the glass, glass br- breakers thing. That's important. We also, we, in every vehicle we, we own, we have that. You ever try to break glass with your fist? Can't. No. So I just got a, a new knife. A new knife? I did. New knife goofing? It's called a, it's made by Ravencrest Tactical. Ravencrest. That sounds very Harry Potter of you. But it, uh, it's messed up in Texas or something. Hasn't come in yet. Because Texas froze. They had no yeah. idea what to do. I'm trying to see if I can pull a picture of it. Is uh, it cute? Alyssa actually also got me these flashlights late here lately. Okay. And um, just we talked about flashlights. So she got me this one that's, oh, well, yeah, I guess they can't see me. Yeah. It's, it's the, the brightest flashlight I've ever owned in my life. It's incredible. And then she got me the, literally the smallest flashlight I've ever had. The things, I mean, like, as long as your thumb or your pinky or whatever. You don't say. But it's like... It's so small, you kind of like it. 
just kind of whoop it out. Like, is there's it some skit? extra light. Huh? Skit? skit? I mean, it's literally like that big. Skit. But you're right, because it's like, you know, if you're so used to having light, and then you don't. Right. What would you rather have? So that's something I would definitely recommend everybody carry as an EDC. I, I would never recommend everybody carry a gun because guns aren't for everybody. Um, but flashlights are for everybody. Um, yeah. And, you know, if you choose to carry a firearm, please seek training. Um, that's the smart thing to do and the responsible thing to do. But definitely a flashlight. For anything you carry. Yeah, absolutely anything you How carry. would you train to use a flashlight? Make sure it works. Well, the flashlight's not going to... You're not going to shoot somebody with a flashlight. You flash them. <laughs> You could flash them. Well, you did just say you should be training everything you... Well, yeah. Like knives, guns. Let's leave it at weaponry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is, I believe, our third segment, perhaps, of our survival tip of the week. There you have it. Cool. it. Mm, that's a good jingle. I... I'm very proud of both of those jingles that may have taken me too much time, but that's okay. But now we have no, them. They yeah. sound good. Absolutely worth it. If anybody says they don't sound good, they're not allowed to listen to this podcast. Then anymore. we'll disagree completely. Yeah. They're fired. Yeah. So, Pat, what are you reading right now? You said you're carrying some, some books in your gym bag. Um, I just finished Warrior's Creed by Roger Sparks. I think we talked a little bit about it. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that last week. How was it? How did it end? It was really Hold good. Hold on. Wait. Spoiler alert. Cool. How to end? Uh, so, I mean, it's just pretty much about his life. It's not really like a, a spoiler alert, but um, through his tribulations and, and what he found that kind of like healed him from getting out of uh, the military. He was a, a PJ in the Air Force. and So he wanted to get out and it healed him from that thought. So he didn't get out? No, he got out, but like how he dealt with everything, like ah. the trauma and everything that comes with that. Mm, yeah, the adjustments, I'm sure. Yeah. And he, he did it by tattooing, which is pretty cool. Himself? On his body? He started with that, but now he runs a shop in Alaska. Oh, oh shoot. Oh, in Alaska. He's yeah. hardcore. That's awesome. Caleb, what do you read? Still stock market stuff. Been getting more into it. It's been a crazy past week in crypto. So if you're listening to this, what would it be March 21st? Today is March 1st, but you'll be getting this the third week in March. Yes, yeah, so actually, that would be my birthday. But anyway. Happy birthday. Um... So yeah, on the the week of the first, the last week of February, the first week of March, it's been all over the place. And trying to keep up with everything is like mind blowing. Cryptocurrency is fun to watch because like if you're into the stocks at all, which I'm not like super into the stock market, I have simply bought some stocks. So those I'm very into. I like to watch them. Um, but it shuts off at like what four p.m. Four, mm-hmm. and then of course Monday through Friday. So Saturday when I'm bored at work and you know sitting there on my lunch break, I'm like I want to look at my stocks, but they haven't changed since Friday. So I can check out my cryptos because those change literally 24-7. It's insane. Yeah, it's fun to watch. I don't get it. It's insane. I don't understand it either. It's a currency not backed by gold, which technically our dollar hasn't been backed by gold for God knows how long, but it's just your brain's so used to physical Yeah, I've got it. I look at it. I don't know what it means, but it's there. I'm just just going to hold on to it for forever. Yep. Yeah, it's incredible. So I am rereading this book, Crush It! by Gary Vaynerchuk. I told you this was going to be my year of like rereading Mm -hmm. things and reiterating things. Uh, Crush It is a book um, written by a guy who's a pretty large social media influencer. Again, Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, so I figured with us doing this kind of stuff now, it'd be good to reread. And in the portion of the book I'm on now, it's about page 50. If you have it, you can check it out. Um, he's talking about there's a, a way you can test if your passion that you're working towards is something that you can also monopolize. 
It says, there is only one test I can suggest that if you want to be absolutely sure that the passion that you're working around um, or that you're building your brand around is also monetizable, uh, he suggests, can you think of at least 50 blog topics that you're amped to write about? So that's pretty fun to think about. You know, like I'm into a lot of things. Like I, I play guitar. There's a couple of them behind me, you know, but I don't think I could write 50 blogs about a guitar. Guitaring? Um, yeah. I'd, Dude, I need to buy this book. You sh- I've suggested it to you for years now. He suggested it to me and I bought it and read it. Caleb, what's he, your excuse? Patrick read it. I like just three didn't days. Buy it. You Just take it with you. <coughs> Yours. Wow. Yeah, you can have it. We're not done. He said, wow. For me to read wow. a book, just read at home, I gotta buy the book. Well, just just open it up. I mean, like you'll see, I'm sold. It, it reads easy. Not even like it's structured really well. Like the words are really well spaced. It's a it's a fine printed book. Um, but yeah, so that's um that's something I've been kind of applying towards some of my hobbies and passions because I have a lot of hobbies, you know, and I I'm also a workaholic, so I'm here lately. I've been trying to think of things that I can instead of you know I don't know how else to say it. That I could whole ass instead of half ass, you yeah. Know? Um, so that's been a uh, something I've been plugging into. Is like, can I write at least f- at least fifty blog topics about uh, about that and be amped about them? So when that's I was pretty hard. When I was reading that, I was thinking about what we're doing with the podcast, and I was like, because we kept it so like, I want to say generic, but so wide. Like we could, right. we could. How wide would you say we left it? You know, you just want to say when? Yeah, say when. You're probably kidding. About, probably about there. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you pretty go. Wide. Pretty wide. But yeah, that's a pretty good book. He's also got a sequel to it. So that book is called Crush It. The sequel is called Crushing It. So in, in the book Crushing It, he took um, people writing in stories about how they applied his first book, Crush It, to their lives. So he took all of their stories and wrote another book called Crushing It. So, Pat, you should hit that so one is this out. like his version of Grant Cardone's 10X Rule? It's far superior. I love really? Grant Cordon. Grant, I'm, a, I'm a fan well, of Grant Cordon. Um, but not everything that Grant Cordon preaches that you can apply to social media influencing. If you're is trying to sell something... Specific? Yeah, it's, that book oh, is it social is. media specific. Okay, okay. Uh, it's internet specific. Um, it's talking about, you know, like putting your passion towards the modern day thing. Like in his book, if you buy the audio book, there's, a, there's an ad, ad lib he puts in there talking about oh, there's this new little app out. I think it might be pretty popular one day. You should look at it. It's called, uh, I don't know, TikTok. And then boom. <laughs> oh, oh my later, God. TikTok's on freaking fire. And no whether you way. liked it or not, it was on every major news channel just talking about them in China and selling your data and all that kind of crap. Holy but uh, look, crap. it's still here. Um, so he's a good one. Uh, not knocking Grant Cordon. If, I, if, if you were trying to sell something, I would suggest you read every book Grant Cordon has. But uh, not everything Grant says can be applied to this. Or even sometimes in life, he's like, "You should start off your real estate journey by buying a thirty-two unit apartment complex." And no, just do it. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Just Crush like, it. Have you Crush googled it. how much <laughs> those are? Yeah. So, I think so. it's time for uh, one of our mailing questions. We did get a question from the Stancil family. Uh, this guy I work with and and his wife. Um, and it's 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 a hard hitting question, but here it goes. What is something that you plan on teaching your children that you wish your parents would have taught to you? That's such a good question. Well, good. You get to go first. Oh, yeah, no doubt. So it's not that uh, they didn't teach me this because they tried. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a question of how do you get your child to understand mm. because... Or to apply it. Apply it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like to, to let them know that they can legitimately do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you hear that, and it doesn't really click until much later in life. Some people figure it out, some don't. But like for me, it never really 
clicked. Like I never realized how much I was capable of mm-hmm. what I could actually do. Yeah. And how to get your child to understand that. Because the parents try and like, you know, you hear them say like, do X, Y, and Z and you're going to, you're going to get everything you want. And you're like, okay, you yeah. just carry on with your life. Go back right. to middle school. But like to get someone to grasp that and understand it, like you can legitimately do anything you want. Yeah. Like if you want to be an astronaut, go be an astronaut. I mean, look at, I think we talked about it beforehand. Like, look at Elon, Elon Musk. You could literally just work so hard, be so rich in this capitalist economy that you could literally just build crap and go to space. Yeah. But like it's it's to get them to understand that and believe it. Yeah. Because that's like that's that's the game changer. Like once you figure that out, like you can do anything. Yeah. You just got to put in the work. Like as long as you're not afraid of work, not afraid of getting dirty, like go out there and get it. Get it. I think it like it clicked for me much later in life. And I know that they tried. It was just kids are hard headed and stubborn. Yes, especially me. I was. I was oh like, yeah. I was a nut. But like all all the things, like I just wish that. Not that they didn't teach me. I just wish I'd figured it out sooner. Yeah, that's a self taught lesson too. You know, you have to fail a few times it's to realize you just don't like failing. A lot of people are like, "Oh, you got to fail to learn lessons." Blah blah. Like, no, to me, failing it just taught me I do not like it. Yeah. <laughs> I do not want to do that anymore. That was not fun. No. Yeah. Well, Caleb, you actually have a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, what is something you're going to teach him that you wish you would have been taught? Um, I'm, well, I mean, there's a million things that come to your mind, <laughs> Name especially when you have a kid. But probably outside of the obvious things of morals and all that, I would say finances. I plan to really teach Samson mm-hmm. good one money, how to manage money, how to not be emotional with money, credit. In, in just all the ins and outs of that. Because I feel like that's really important that people learn later in life when it yeah. could be applied earlier to make such a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. Now, did you have something else in mind before you actually had a kid and now your mind's kind of changed now that you actually are holding this human being like, oh, I'm going to teach you this instead? I just never would think about it. Yeah. A whole lot, you know? Sure. Yeah. I guess there's a, I mean, a million things, but I feel like that's just something... That should be taught in schools. That you know, hundred percent. Was it something that you had to figure out on your own? Um, not really. It's kind of weird. I started reading, you know, a lot of books when I was younger. So by the time I was, because I think I was like eighteen or nineteen, I can't remember, but I read a lot of self-development books. So, I mean, you just read a few books of um, what's that Robert guy's name? The uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about Rich Dad Poor Dad. Oh yeah, um, like the Millionaire Mind, the Millionaire Next Next Door. Who stole my cheese? Yeah, you start reading books like that, and you can be like, okay, you know, this is completely different than how everybody else talks about money that I know. Yeah. So. So yes, yeah, so I was pretty young when I started uh, learning that. But do you think like, well, what if you knew that stuff when you were like even 15 or 12? Like it's crazy, but. You have these guys that start these small little lawn care businesses when they're 12 that may just make a few thousand dollars, but they'll just turn it into these businesses by the time they're like 20. Yeah, I mean, it's got to start somewhere. Yeah, it's a specific mindset, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%, 100%. 100%. Jacob? So, yeah, me, uh, it would definitely be health and, and, and fitness and uh, the... Um, the power, this is weird, the power of strength, um, the actual power of being a strong human. I think um, when it comes to survival, I think there are a lot of things that are important to include skill, but I think strength and power are superior. 
Um, if you have two people who are evenly skilled, the one with the most power will be the victor. And I, I think about like that like when we're on the streets. Sure, hypothetically, if, if you were a, a black belt in Krav Maga, you shouldn't have many problems handling yourself on the street. <laughs> but none of us are. You know, uh, I'm sorry, a few of us are. Not many of us are, I should say. They're probably not going to be getting into trouble either. And not many of the people on, on the streets that we are getting in confrontations with are black belts. Again, some are. It's not impossible. But most officers are not, and most civilians are not. That being said, the chances of me being evenly matched with a civilian are fair. So the one who is stronger to me, in my head, would be the victor. Um, so I, I think... Um, I will teach my children at a younger age how to eat healthy, um, how not to be fat, because uh, I was very fat when I was a kid, and uh, also how to be strong and the importance of being a strong human. Uh, That's very important, too. Yeah, I think so. Sports at a young age, being outside, playing, getting dirty. Yeah. So what age are you going to have them start powerlifting? <laughs> um, as soon as possible. Like five? Three, four months. I don't know if I've... You know, you can. Someone says you can stunt their growth or some crap like that. I don't know if I fully believe that or not. But I'm really not a huge human. I like to think I'm I'm strong and, and I'm built, but I'm really not that tall of a guy. I'm not that long of a guy. I like my arm length kind of thing. My hands. I'm I'm just not a big dude. And neither is my wife. She's not a big person either. Um, and our families really aren't huge either. So I would say Patrick's pretty long. Patrick, you are an elongated man. It's a long boy. Long boy. Like six name. three, six four. Six Six, six five and a half. I'm five nine. This is a baby. Six five and a quarter. Going once. Mm. Well, guys, I think we did it. I think that's episode four. We've wrapped it up there. We had a lot of snacks. I have officially crashed. Yeah. I had way too much sugar, way too fast. Uh, that I'm was a trash. horrible idea. I, let's do it again. Yeah. I'm down. Oh, I've, I've got it for next week. I'm going to. I'm only going to bring one and we'll just split it three ways. But I'm gonna blow your I can't wait. I can't wait. Mm. So, um, mm. Pueb, you want to take us out, buddy? Uh, nope. All right, Kev, <laughs> you want to take us out, buddy? Um, do I mean have to say what you say? <laughs> no, okay. So, uh, I'll, I can, I'll take us out. Hey, Jacob, take us out. <laughs> cool. Very good. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. That's episode four. Again, we would like to thank the people who sent out questions to us today. The Stancil family, Mr. Brooks Williford, a good friend of mine. And our old classmate, the goat himself, Colin Brister. If you have any questions or anything like that for us, please be sure to reach out on all of our social media platforms, or you can email us, earnyoursnacks at gmail.com. Again, look for us on our socials, and that's everything's at earnyoursnacks. I'm going to take us out next week. Take us out next week. But uh, as for this week, I'm Jacob. That's Patrick. That's Caleb. We're Earn Your Snacks. Have a great week, everybody. Slap a meat product in order to cook it.